and welcome to Of The People. I'm Robert Chernin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today is rights and responsibilities. We talk about rights. It's always in the news. Our First Amendment rights, right to free speech, right to bear arms, which is Second Amendment, of course, right to uh, organize, right freedom of religion, all these freedoms. And you hear this all the time. And these are so very important for everyone. But what you don't hear about are the responsibilities that go along with these rights. These, the rights we enjoy, or we're supposed to enjoy, aren't something that's just given to us, like it's a package, here, take it. There are expectations, both hard and soft, for the responsibilities as a citizen. I mean, to start with, if you're a naturalized citizen, what are your rights? You're supposed to defend the Constitution. Most Americans, at least a third of them, lose on that front as well. You're supposed to vote. Likewise, you're supposed to pay your taxes because you got to feed the beast and the government needs its money. But those things are enumerated rights that if you're a naturalized citizen, you're supposed to do. But the other responsibilities that we so take for granted and we've so gotten away from is what's your responsibility to your neighbor? What's your responsibility to the civics of this country? The founders envisioned that you were supposed to be, we were supposed to be an informed electorate. It's scary how many people are not informed and they're not informed because we don't teach civics anymore. But you're supposed to be informed. You're supposed to take care of your neighbor. You're supposed to participate in the system. So the key really, if you had to lump it together, the two things we should do, are supposed to do, and haven't done to enjoy these rights is information, be informed, and participate in the process. And I don't care if you participate at your local level, your state level, or your federal level. But it is really a shame that in 2020, which was the highest turnout, I think, in 100 years, don't quote me, but in the, in the uh, presidential election, only, and I say only, 66.8% of the U.S. voting population voted. That is so unacceptable. What, where's the other 33%? What are you doing? Now, I know we're all making a living, but remember, the rights that we enjoy are predicated upon, A, being an informed electorate, and if they're not teaching it to us, then we'll learn it, and participating in the system. And if you're not doing those things, it explains why your rights are being diminished, our rights are being diminished, day by day, coming out of Washington, because the founders really created a, small, a strong state system, and it wasn't really a strong federal system. But mission creep from the federal government gets us here. Remember, along with rights comes responsibility. First and foremost of that is be informed and get involved and take care of your neighbors in the process. We'll be right back with the main show. Hello, and welcome to Of The People. I am Robert Churning. Erica Reddick. My lovely co-host, mm -hmm. Erica. After, after that monologue, this show is going to be about rights Ooh, and responsibilities. Ooh, my favorite. Ooh, right. Well, you know, hey, have monologue, <laughs> we'll travel. So I want to jump, you know, we have stayed away. We have assiduously, you like that Ooh, word? We have assiduously tried to stay away from this whole word. President Biden, Hunter Biden, because there's so much 
crap oh, yeah. being thrown out here, and it's so yeah, politicized. And you want to kind of sometimes you want to wait and it's like, okay, what is real? Right. What is provable? Not what is the salacious, you know, nonsense. Right. Let's see what actually is getting shaken out. Right, which I think we've done yes. a good job doing. But now everything is sort of coming to yeah. a head here. So what do, you, what do we have? We have obviously the Hunter Biden plea deal yep. falls apart. I want to yep. get to that in a second. You have Devin Archer, who is a um, former partner of right. Hunter Biden, now testifying behind co yep. uh, before Congress in closed doors, by the way. But there are no secrets in Congress. So the minute the closed door testimony was done, obviously. it was leaked, of course. Right. And I want it because I want to stay out of the political realm mm. in all of this. I want to deal with just the facts yeah. that we know. And then you have Senator Chuck Grassley, right? Um, I don't know if he's officially called the line of the Senate anymore, but I think he's the the oldest okay. serving senator who declassified an FBI form that they got redacted um, about the the Hunter Biden Ooh. investigation, right? So I want to go okay. to a couple things. Right. So the Hunter Biden plea deal, let's start yes. with that one. Have you read the plea deal or why it fell um, apart? Um well, I've read some of it. I've read some of it. It's all a bunch of nonsense. Um to me okay. the plea deal was I mean it was just it was no one has ever got a plea deal this good in the history of ever. Well, that's true, but let me read okay. you the plea deal. Because it doesn't take long okay. about the plea deal. The wording on the plea deal yeah. was very simple. And most people, again, so people listen to news, but they don't right. look for facts. Here's the facts. This is the exact okay. wording for the plea deal. The United States agrees to not pr uh, criminally prosecute Hunter Biden for any federal <gasps> crimes. That's period. all it said? So that's you it. You mean for Folks, the prostitution? I always tell you and the lies and the gun no, charges no. it was just gonna do none of it no well so basically it, it was you know the illegal carry for the gun and the registration and those things but the plea deal was worded that it would be a total exoneration of all crimes not just the ones associated with this case all federal crimes you know from the point what? of the plea deal backwards the judge obviously said this is ridiculous the uh, assistant prosecutor from you know uh, assistant attorney general prosecutor then backpedals and said oh that's oh, not what yeah. i mean i'm sure he, he would be liable the hunter biden team then says well if that's the case there's no deal right but here's the real key to all of this had this plea deal gone through and again folks those words are from wow. the plea deal Don't believe me look it up had that plea deal gone through it would not really just have protected oh, Hunter Biden, but Joe it would have protected Biden. Joe Biden. Because, because if the FBI and the um, Department of Justice was not allowed to investigate any prior deals involving Hunter Biden, they I, all involved Joe Biden, which we now know from Devin Archer. Yeah, which none we'll get of that evidence would come out. So this, because they wouldn't oh. prosecute or, or investigate oh my God. Hunter Biden. See, it's all linked. Right. Hey, I don't oh like this stuff Oh, my God. I, I mean, right? Right. Um, this is, to quote Jonathan okay. Turley, um, the, George, the uh, I think it's Georgetown or is it GW law professor? I think, it, I think it's Georgetown, I don't recall, um, who basically said this is potentially one of the greatest, um, you know, criminal 
acts or, or greatest wow. you know, violations, you know, um, acts of treason, basically, in U.S. history. Okay. But let's let's go on. So we have the, the Hunter okay. Biden plea deal. And again, folks, I want to stay with the facts. And I just want to connect the dots for you. Okay. So that's the first thing. You then have Chuck Grassley, who unredacted the form that he got from the I, from the the FBI and that form let me give it to you so that you guys don't think I am making this stuff up and that form is the FD 1023 okay. form right so what ends up happening is and again it redacted references to text messages financial records everything right what it showed was that Burisma and again now you understand why when Trump mentions Burisma yep. during why the election cycle they went deal. after him hard yep. And do you remember when Joe Biden actually stood up in the press and said, oh, yeah, I'm the one that got Victor Shokin fired. And Victor Shokin was the basically the the Ukrainian equivalent of right. attorney general. And he was investigating so it now turns out that Burisma. He was investigating yes. Burisma. So, again, folks, I, I just want to stay with the facts. And the facts are there is now documents that $10 million went to $5 million went to yep. Hunter Biden. Five million went to quote unquote another Biden. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then there you have Joe uh, Biden basically saying, you know, I'm the one who got Victor well, Shokin. And fired. they right. were. So I that's mean, my understanding is that um, it was literally so. So the guy is investigating Burisma because of these payouts and because of the corruption right. that was going on and other payouts it wasn't just for the bidens this the is they were corrupt generally and that uh right. that hunter was actually put on the board so that joe biden could get him fired essentially that they used that well, basically, they were they, they were going to bring the I think they call it the team or whatever they call yeah. it the brand. They call it the brand. They referred to. And by the way, folks, this is why we call it the Biden crime family, or you can call it Biden oh Inc. Along the lines God, of murder, they Inc. Have a right? brand. murder Inc. Just like New New York has a brand, right. right? According to the mayor. Now, right. So what people don't know is I sent you that video before the show and said, yeah. "Have you seen this?" There's an old video going around. The old reporter Sam Donaldson, yep. John McLaughlin from News PBS NewsHour, of all these things that Joe Biden said when he ran in like the eighties or nineties for the president, you know that I graduated, yeah. you know third in my class. All the times like he lied and you know, plagiarized, and that he plagiarized from Neil Kinnock and yep. other things on video. So, so you clearly have, I mean, look, maybe he was just senile back then. I, I mean, don't think he so. He was a much younger but, man. So, so here's the third piece to the puzzle though, right? So we have the, you have the, uh, um, the plea deal falls yeah. apart. You have the whole now unredacted FBR form that shows that the Bidens got $10 million, right? And that, and by the way, that doesn't count the Hunter Biden. Yeah. Lifetime that doesn't count the money they we know that they that they got from china it doesn't count the irs whistleblowers who said the fix was into you yep. know to basically whitewash this i'm just staying with the facts as yeah. we know them now right that have already so been shown the third piece of this proven yeah 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 right right the third piece of this is so devin archer now testifies that there were 20 times that joe biden got on a conference call on a speakerphone with his son with wow. burisma and other deals and basically you know 
uh, was part and parcels of you know putting these deals together and and it basically it's pay yep. for play it's bribery and devin i mean pure and simple sorry go ahead wait, wait go ahead. one go better ahead. they have joe biden on oh, tape they have joe really biden on tape. so it's not just oh my daddy's sitting next yeah. to me <gasps> no they've got him recorded on tape oh my god yeah, okay well I'll oh my god Devin shut Archer, up, really? that's John Kerry's like son-in-law, right? right? So, no, I don't know who he is. No, no, no. I take it back. I I don't know Devin Archer's Devin background, other than by the way, son-in-law Benjamin. Would you verify that for me? By coincidence, yes. So, Lord Benjamin, who's yeah. Devin Archer? We need to know that. The Department of Justice, because there's a conviction against Devin Archer already, tried to jail Devin Archer over the weekend, so he couldn't testify to Congress. Oh my God! I mean, what you couldn't, you could not write a Robert Ludlum novel. Oh my novel. God, Devin! That be was careful. this. You might end rich up with hung in in the jail cell. Uh oh! Right? Yeah, along Make with sure that he doesn't have any pajamas or shirt sheets. Oh, so I guess he's really, yeah, well, you know what? They'll, they'll, they'll oh bring him Oh my God. But here, here's, the, here's the thing. So you have the Hunter Biden plea deal falls apart because of, of this whitewashed wording and, and you have the prosecutor backpedaling and, wow. and Hunter Biden saying deals off. Then you have Senator Grassley, who I met the other day, by the way, and I had a nice conversation with him. I asked him if we we're going to impeach you know, Biden and he sort of looked at me and we're going to get to impeachment in a second. Right. And we, and again, folks, I, we did not want to go here because all of a sudden you're going to into this political football and a Trump this and Biden that. Let's just stay with yep. the facts. Right. We've tried to wait for the facts. You have the plea deal that falls apart. You have the unredacted FBI investigatory form that, that Chuck Grassley, Senator Grassley, releases to the public. You now have the closed door Devin Archer conversation with Congress, with the, with the committee. And it's, it's verified that there are not only 20 times that J Joe Biden, at, at the time, by the way, wasn't president, yep. it was vice president Biden, right? And you have him on, on video. So you, and then you have the Hunter Biden laptop. So, so we're talking about rights and responsibilities okay. here. The question now becomes, because we always talk about rights. And as I talked about in the monologue, we have the right to free speech. We have the, all the, but the question is now responsibility. Mm. What is Congress's responsibility in all of this? I realize that the Republicans do not want to launch an, a, an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. I mean, you have the Democrats who, lost, who launched an inquiry twice into Trump for impeachment with no evidence. You have a freaking mountain of evidence, and hard evidence against Joe Biden of treason. And I don't say this lightly. Right. The, and the chart, I'm not saying he committed treason. I'm saying there's enough evidence. There is enough evidence to warrant an inquiry and, and understand something. The way the process works is the House has to launch the inquiry. The House is controlled by Republicans. The Republicans are already afraid they're going to have Donald Trump as the, at the head of the ticket. And again, I don't want to get into the Trump thing. I you know, love President Trump. That's not the point. Right. The point is in this sort of, you know, you know power politics game. The, the Republicans do not want to launch yeah. this inquiry. And my argument to you in Congress is it's your it freaking responsibility to launch an inquiry or better yet, let's get a, in, you know, a um, special prosecutor, but Merrick Garland, the attorney general doesn't want to do that because he'll lose control of it. 
but frankly, I don't see how I he avoids it. I don't it. see how he avoids it either. What do you say? What do you say to all that? I mean, I know I'm no, ranting. No, I get you're it. not ranting. Here's the thing. Our founding fathers said, if there is one thing you must impeach for, it is bribery. So when you say that there is a responsibility from Congress right. uh, to do an impeachment, we are now saying we now have official evidence. It is now provovable that Joe Biden committed bribery. He Pretty used uh, influence peddling while he was vice president and he has repeatedly lied to the American people. That is an impeachable, this is all impeachable. And so if, well, if we don't- I got it, but, but understand what impeachment is. So impeachment is not a guilty verdict. Impeachment is, first there has to be an inquiry. The house has yeah. to start, they can't just say well, you're impeached. They have to right. form a committee, uh, they, you know, you know, and have uh, a like process the, and go you know, through it, like the wonderful Adam you know, Schiff the, did, right? The trial. They have to, they have to, they have to go through the inquiry right. process, and then if there's enough evidence, then they vote to impeach. And impeachment is really impeachment doesn't remove you from office. An impeachment is an indictment, Correct. basically, and says that there's enough information to warrant Correct. a trial. That's and what impeachment the, is. So and if the Republicans the, the, do not the, do that. They are a bunch of cowards and every single one of them deserves right. oh. to be removed from office. Because if we're gonna do this thing, right. we, there is no more of this, we gotta take the high ground. We gotta take the higher ground and not do the blah, 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 blah. The, the cowards in the legislature, the Republican cowards have been doing this for decades. Well, we're not gonna play by their games. We're not going to do the same stuff. No, it is mutually assured destruction. If they are going to play these right, games, is that your is that your man voice? Is that your man voice when you lower your just, voice? Like I that? am tired of the nonsense, and I am so sick of <laughs> but, the of the sucker ass, whiny baby, cowardice Republicans that we have either in the House or Senate. They are absolutely so, dead wrong if they do not bring an impeachment inquiry and impeach this guy. Dead wrong. Well, okay. You, you can't say impeach the guy because the inquiry has to establish the facts. The facts are what I just gave you. Immutable facts. Let me it's read one last thing because you know how I love to read stuff. Well, look, look the, the question really is Congress do your job. House of Representatives do your job regardless of if it hurts you in the long run, do the right thing for the sake of the right thing. And that's the stuff we've gotten away from. So Article 2, Section 4 of the Constitution states, the president, vice president, all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. That's all it says. It's that simple. It's not really, there's no wiggle Correct. room here. You know, there's no kind of pregnant. Either Correct. President Biden did these things, and now, you, by the way, you, you have this nuance thing going on where you're having some lead Democrats who, I think, sense blood in the water, are basically saying, well, the Constitution says it has to happen while he's in office. Hell no. That's not, it says nothing about timing. In office, before office, after office, whatever. It says nothing. I read you yeah. what it says. That's the Constitution. And to 
my friends and colleagues who are on the hill, who are in the house, do your job. If the evidence, follow the evidence, wherever the evidence leads, regardless of the consequences, because that's what we've gotten away from. You have the plea deal wording that just fell apart. That would have whitewashed and exonerated not only Hunter Biden, but would have inoculated essentially President Biden. You have the unredacted FBI investigatory form that Senator Grassley released to the public. You now have the Devin Archer testimony under oath before Congress. And there are recordings of Joe Biden on these calls. Yep. And that's. So if that's not grounds to launch an an, impeachment inquiry, uh, impeachment inquiry. And again, you start with the inquiry. Look, the president is is like everybody else. He is innocent until proven guilty. I am not rushing to judgment. Oh, he's guilty. There is, there is such a preponderance of evidence here that if the Congress doesn't do their job, and these are the Republicans I'm talking about, if they don't do their job, we will vote all of them out. And look, I understand that there's a political price they may pay here. Who cares? This is someone at some point has to draw a line and say, we are going to do the right thing for the country, regardless of the political ramifications. This is, they, the Democrats set the political standard. They did an impeachment inquiry into Donald Trump for this same thing without evidence. So they have a duty and a responsibility to do the same with Joe Biden. And just so for a correction. Erica. Erica, you are, you are, you always want to see the positive in things. Has it occurred that maybe the Democrats did that because they knew this was coming? I mean, who cares? Right. Again, I mean, but but the Democrat, look, remember how we talk and you say, you know, you know, you know, they're evil or this. I said, you know, they're dumb. I said, they're not dumb. They're very smart. I will tell you one thing and and we're getting the high sign. We have to go to break. I will tell you one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Joe Biden will not be that's right the nomin- Democratic nominee yep. for president in yep. 2024. They're not going to be because no. of this. What's going to end up happening is someone's, you know, it's a Richard Nixon kind of thing. They're going to go to him and say, "Mr. President, you can't. You have to withdraw. Claim it's yeah. for your health. Fall down another set of stairs. Do whatever you got to do." But you will cannot be the nominee, and I'm sure there'll be some threat of we're going to let the impeachment yep. go forward. If oh, you yeah. don't do that, I so, bet it's going to be mark Gavin my words, Newsom. ladies and gentlemen. You, you heard it here. I bet it's going to be Gavin um, Newsom. Bet, bet, bet. I uh, just really quick before we go to break. Uh, yeah. the, so they, so uh, Archer met Hunter Biden through Christopher Hines, who is John Kerry's stepson. Oh, the Hines family. That's right. So they met through a mutual connection. That is, so it's not his Got stepson. It. They met through the stepson, and uh, you know, again, I'm I am betting Gavin Newsom is the Democrat nominee. Oh, yep. totally, yep, totally. I'm calling it right now. Totally, folks, you are listening to of the people with Robert Cherney, Eric Reddick, the lovely Eric Reddick, and we are going to make some money as the true bourgeois capitalists we are. We will be right back. America came into being based on a shared belief and a common set of values. Unlike other nations that were bound together based on common ancestry, race, or caste, 
we came into being based on a simple and shared set of ideals. That the power of government is based on the consent of the governed. That life, the freedom to live life on our own terms in our own way, free from government interference, and liberty, our most precious value, and the pursuit of happiness, which means we are free to pursue that which we choose with the knowledge and courage to know that nothing is guaranteed to us in this life. Those values, America was founded on these basic inalienable rights. Freedom to pray to God in our own way. Freedom to think and speak freely without fear of punishment or harm. And freedom to gather in our places of worship and in our local taverns. And freedom to defend ourselves, our families, our homes, and our neighbors as we see fit. The American Center for Education and Knowledge is dedicated to protecting American exceptionalism anywhere and everywhere it is threatened. ASIC is a 501c3 and depends on your tax-deductible donations. Please help us continue our fight. Hello, and welcome back to Of The People. I am Robert Chernin with my lovely co-host, Eric Reddick. That's Hi, Erica. Hello. So I'm sorry, really sorry if I got my hackle up about no. you know, President Biden. We've stayed away from that for a while, but it is it is so um, the, the preponderance of evidence just is, it makes me crazy, especially if the Republicans don't act as oh is their God. responsibility. If they don't act, I will lose all of the, what little faith I have in the GOP will go down with the way of we'll go the way of the dodo bird we'll say it nicely say it nicely for the for the folks yes so i want to stay with the theme today is rights and responsibilities all right and i want to now go to something that i think is one of the core reasons that responsibility is no longer the focus mm. and that is you'll like this one the demise of the american male Ah, and, yes. you know, keep in mind that I learned what, it, you know, other than from my father, who was a great role model, I learned how to be a man, what it was to be a man from John Wayne and, you know, Don Corleone, mm. frankly, right? Yep. I mean, the smart ass yep. part of me is the Bugs Bunny side, right? As we've documented. <laughs> but when you look at, I mean, this whole Barbie movie, and you look at how <sighs> American men are now portrayed, yeah. and this whole concept of toxic masculinity permeates yeah. everything. The yeah. American Psychiatric, I'm sorry, American Psychological Association just came out and said the following. Oh, You're going to love this. Oh, my God. They said okay. that, quote, unquote, traditional masculinity is harmful. What? Harmful? Harmful. But understand where this comes from first of all when you the concept of toxic masculinity folks look up toxic the word is means poison yeah it's toxic it's poisonous right yep so being a man is poisonous that is we so have no stupid. role models there's no role models in the media you've got these you know these barbie films coming out or you know teenage mutant ninja turtles redux number 12 but here's the thing so I'm obviously a little older than you, but not that old. Name me one sitcom in the last 30 years in TV where the father wasn't per portrayed as a dunce or, or an idiot. Correct. Yep. No, name no. one. 
Come on. I've been, no, one. I've been, I've literally been complaining about this for years. Why? I, one of the reasons I stopped watching normal sitcoms and like regular television was it's all like, oh, the wife is beautiful, slender, and capable. And the well, husband I like that is a dope, fat, in, you know, in, you right. know, and, and Bur burping and farting with the boys. Right. Exactly. And right. you're seeing that now. Um, you know, we see this in movies all of the time, right? My husband is a filmmaker. Um, we do film reviews a lot uh, to dig into the culture. And all of the time now, what you see in movies is this strong, independent, don't need no man, female protagonist. And the males in the movie have to be diminished, demeaned, and taken down a notch not just to make them seem like worse characters but to elevate the female characters more it's like in which, so which by the way there's two ways to elevate someone and i've mm, always said this yeah. you can either do the hard work and elevate yourself above the rest of the people or that's you can right. stay where you are and push everyone else down yes and that's really the the, the concept here and so but i want to come back to responsibilities to me, because, I just, hold on, I just want to say yeah, this. To me, what we really have a problem with right now in this culture is toxic femininity. It is toxic feminism that is destroying men and women. But, okay, I just had to get that out. Go ahead. No, I don't just, I, look, I, I, I don't disagree. I, th I think the issue really is once upon a time, and look, in all candor, I am, you know, the last of the, um, you know, misogynistic, you know, men in, in, in the world because because I'm a I'm a guy's guy and I'm a man and I don't yeah. and yes I am chivalrous and I hold doors Shocker. for women not because and by the way I'm not polite to women because I have to be I'm polite to women because it's courteous and it's just good manners Correct. but there is no question if you ask anyone who knows me I am I am the archetype of you know a, a man's man. Yeah. And it's not that I'm perfect and it's not that, well, I think I'm perfect, but it's not that I'm perfect. You're it's, so it, perfect. It, it's I'm very comfortable in who I am and my role, mm. right? And, yeah. and I understand what my, and here's the key, I understand what my responsibilities are. My responsibilities are as a provider. My responsibility is as a role model. Note, we have no more role models. We have influencers, right? The men Ugh. that, I mean- and then we have all this oh. media interference and, and what we do is we tell men that they're bad. And by the way, it starts in elementary school. Yes. There is what I would call an over, I mean, they're going to, I mean, they're going to roast me for this one, but no, say <laughs> I don't it. care. Say it. There's, say there it. is an over feminization, too many women in early education, in elementary education, not because they're bad teachers, but they want boys to behave like girls do. That's, That's not right. what boys do. Correct. Boys act out. To have a boy sit there, oh, he's a bad influence, or he's hyper and put a label on him, and then, yep. God now forbid, medicate him. him and tell Come him on. that he's bad. And yeah, so because girls right. are generally quieter more and more compliant um we have labeled how boys are as being a problem and the reality is 
men, boys, okay, they are, they're, they're, they have all this energy and they are either going to use it to build things or destroy things. And so, you know, I learned a long time ago, a man is going to feel like a man regardless of what he has to do to get there. And so if you tell him that he's Not toxic, anymore. if you Not tell anymore. him that, you know, he's whatever, you know, and you you medicate him, you tell him he's terrible, that that ends up getting turned inward where we now see this massive uptick in suicidality, in violent outbursts, in drug addiction, in overdose, and all of these things, primarily in men, not in women. Right, and add, and add to the fact that there has been a massive, drastic drop of, of men in their prime from 25 to 44 leaving the workforce because they're told you don't have to work you don't have to provide yep. and you're and stay in front of the computer and don't make waves or we're going to cancel you neutralize you yeah what, whatever whatever it is right yeah and what's the expression there's a, there's a saying and if i screw it up i'm sorry but what's the expression hard men make for good times uh good times yes. make for for weak men and weak men make for hard times right Right. Correct. So guess where we are in this cycle? Because you have this, what'd you call it? Toxic femininity? Yes, right? absolutely. By the way, you know how bad it, in the God. No, we're in the weak men make hard times. Men have allowed themselves to be browbeaten by women. We're out there telling them uh, that, that, uh, that, that, the the lies right we're spreading the lies that there's this gender pay gap which has been disproven over and over again so now men aren't the providers anymore we tell them they have no role and no say men aren't anything anymore procreation so right. you're not allowed to decide whether or not you have babies and if you do i'm gonna take all your money and do whatever i want or i'm gonna kill it if i decide that i want to you get no choices we women have just destroyed the family uh femininity fem this the fourth wave feminism has destroyed the nuclear family it's destroyed manhood and frankly it's destroyed what it means to be a woman as well and you see this in uh single parent households where or fatherless households yes. you see this with men not knowing what do i do this do i not do this i mean look we learned early on as men, you know, men were supposed to be the ones asking the women out. And if women wanted to ask me out, that's fine too. But we had to deal with rejection. That was sort yeah. of part and parcel of this. But look at it oh. this way. So you don't need a man to support yourself. You don't need a man to have a baby. Hell, you don't even need a man to have your own orgasm, right? I'm a woman. I'm responsible for my own orgasm. You know, mm. so much so <laughs> that, I mean, it's so bad, toxic being a man. That that to me is why most, well, not most, but a lot of men are now trying to become women. <laughs> I mean, you know, which is you're which is better off. Which is ludicrous to me because physiologically, there's a difference. And again, you go back to first they're going after man's laws, and then they're going after God's laws. That's right. And if you can convince people that there aren't just two genders, whoa. So, but let's come back to responsibility here because it's a political aspect to this. When we talk about toxic male or we talk about 
men no longer have responsibilities. You're really yeah. talking about the flyover country men. You're not talking about the Harvard or Yale guys and the elites. Mm. You're talking about the blue collar guys who work for a living, you know, bring home the bacon to support their family. Um, you know, you're talking about those traditional values. Those over time, because we've allowed it, have been exported overseas. They're not here anymore. So yeah. what's the man supposed to be responsible for combined with sort of all the incoming fire that we're getting culturally and the messages out of the media and the messages out of Hollywood, you know, that the father is an idiot, right? Look yeah. at all the sitcoms. I haven't seen one where he isn't, you know, yeah. and even one where it's somewhat strong. You go back to all in the family. I mean, Archie Bunker was a bigot, right? And, yeah. and, and, you know, the whole Norman Lear thing. So this whole thing with toxic masculinity, it's the demise of the American male. And look, folks, <laughs> I'm not making this stuff up. It's just, if you step back and look at it, it's because you have now told men they're not responsible for anything. Yeah. Right? Women need to well, be responsible for things. I'm not putting down either gender, but there are certain areas that men were taught that they were supposed to be responsible for. Look, if a woman wants to work, let her work. I don't really care. But again, you come down to, are you raising yourself up or are you pushing down men? And right That's now, right. the way I see it, they're pushing down men. Absolutely. Because, well, and, and they are elevating women as relatively speaking without having really earned it. And I know that's going to get me a lot of crap, that's but I don't correct. care. No, Bring it you, in. No, Bring it on. You, you know what? I'll, I'll join in with the crap taking with you. This is why you're seeing a rise of, of manga, foreign manga or anime. What's manga? So, so it's anime, right? Um, it used to be that comic books and things like that are one of the oh anime oh the Japanese cultural stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yes exactly so we used to have cartoons and right. comic books and things like that that elevated men you know that showed the superheroes male or female being strong being warriors you know there were there was she hulk and wonder woman and all of this stuff and you didn't have to diminish Superman I, I love linda carter or as a wonder captain woman. america so now the, the, there's a demise of the american comic book industry in favor of these foreign animes because they still are showing big strong men big strong male characters macho masculinity the protector the protagonist and the female characters do not have to be elevated the male characters do not have to be diminished to highlight the power and strength of all of them so it's we're seeing an interesting cultural shift or a shift in the um what people are consuming for art and music that's why you're seeing this shift of guys who are going out and you know like him or hate him you know who are listening to andrew tate who was talking about being a man and you know uh uh you know using strength and building muscle and um you know interestingly enough i you know interviewed zuby this week for generally irritable and one of the things that he talks about is how you know one of the reasons he works out and encourages other men to work out is because 
you know, we used to have to struggle and toil with nature and we used to have to earn a living. We used to have to work hard to just exist. And if we, and especially and men, we're going to come back to do that fairly not channel soon. that <laughs> energy somewhere, they will internalize it and they will destroy themselves. And ultimately they will abandon women abandon their responsibility to their family and and that all comes back to i will say it again toxic feminism absolutely causing the destruction and the when, demise when they're of going to abandon women and they're going to abandon the family they've they already, already done are. that they've, they've they already, already are. they've already done that and i have a question for you we've I, done it I, to I, them i have a question for you yeah with all of this and let's call it what it is, with all of this hatred of men that is being espoused by the media, yeah. by the press, in the movies, by this feminist movement or that feminist movement, why isn't that a hate crime? Oh. Uh, Come on. Come on. I want an answer. You're my answer, lady. Uh, it would sound like a hate crime to me. I mean, everything else is a hate crime. Why isn't because that? Because we got a bunch of women, uh, George Soros backed female DAs now in charge nah. of prosecuting, which is why we're letting murderers out on the street. I'm just saying, I know, uh, like, if y'all look at the number of woke DAs that are letting murderers, rapists, and robbers out, how many of them are women and not men? Uh, I think it's telling. I think it's I'm just I'm just going to I'm just going to leave that out there. I'm going to sprinkle it out okay. and let uh, let some people comment on So what I was going to make a really that. sexist joke but I'm sure it would get bleeped off and I'm getting the high sign from Lord Benjamin. <laughs> we have to go, but boy there was just I'm one I'm a total I'm, misogynist. Uh, We're both misogynists. Can a, wait, wait, uh, Robert, can a woman be a misogynist? Both of us. Hold uh, that thought. Hold that thought. <laughs> Folks you can email me at robertc at asicfund.org, and you can email Erica at generallyirritable at gmail.com. And the question I want you guys to answer for me, if we get this far, is can a woman be a misogynist? And on that thought, folks, you're listening to the people. We'll be right back. We are of the people. You can find us on Rumble. You can find me on Twitter at RB Chernin and... And I am at Erica Reddick. Look us up. You'll be entertained. That we guarantee. Absolutely. She's never wrong. Ever. <laughs> Just ask my husband. Hello and welcome back to Of The People. Thanks for staying with us. I'm Robert Chernin with... Erica Reddick. And Erica, you know, okay, misogynists of the world unite. But yes, much, yes, against misandry. I want to stay with... Misandry I still want to stay with... of misogyny. Misandry? Yeah, it's when... Is that like misandry? Like miss or misses? Never like, mind, don't yeah. answer that. Oh, okay. I want to stay with the whole... Um, <laughs> the trashing or the toxicity, you know, the, the, the demise of the American man. Oh, okay. Because under the WTO section or the Ooh. WTF section, as I like to call it, yeah. there's a little known thing that people missed coming out of the Biden administration. Oh. 
starting back, I think it was in January, the Biden administration, because they passed, what was this thing called? This thing was called the, yeah, la, 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 the Bipartisan Safer Community Act. And it bans federal funding from any schools for dangerous weapons or training, the use in dangerous weapons. So they, they being the Biden administration, has withheld funding for what? extracurricular activities to any school that teaches hunting or archery. What? Affects over 9,000 schools. In, by the way, the, I think it's the American Dude, Archery Association. I did archery in eighth grade. So did I. So, so under the heading of men aren't allowed to be men, and it, there's more to it than that. This also goes to we're trying to prevent the next generation of weapon owners oh because that's God. also what's going on here. Good golly. But, but sort of quietly, the Biden administration, because they claim that this act passed by Congress, but it's interpretational. Yeah. They have withheld funding. It's already done deal. And there are schools all around the country that, are, that have eliminated this curriculum to safely teach kids how to shoot bow and arrow, which, and I don't wow. know. Did I, did I miss the news? When was the last time there was a, um, what do they call those things? A, um, a mass you know, bow and arrow sh shooting? Yeah, a you know, a, ma a mass shooting. Event? A mass, what, when there was a mass killing using bow and arrows. Oh my God, this just goes to show you that it's not right. about the AR. It's not about no. the gun. It's in their DNA. It is just, we do not want you to be able to protect yourself. We do not want you to right. have any idea that you have the right to self-protection and self-preservation guaranteed in the constitution they just want to make sure well, that that is a hundred percent eliminated from the american psyche actually i think it kills two or three birds with one stone they don't oh. want men to be learn learn the manly arts you said yeah. that zuby says you need to exercise yeah. right because why because we used to have to hunt and gather yeah so now in the next generation if you thought you were dependent on the Hennefords or the price choppers of the world or the government for your food. <laughs> now you're not going to be able to forage for your own food anyway um, because get, you're not teaching kids how to hunt. Come get your And I know plenty of sportsmen from the I know plenty store. of people who like to based on the challenge, like to hunt with a bow and arrow. But yeah. was there any did I did I miss something? Is there any mass killings going on with bow and arrow? I you know, no, not did I miss that, that somewhere heard about but again, this is not about reason or rationality. If no, any of this ideology. was about logic or reason, we wouldn't be having these conversations. And I just, I want to give a shout out to my dad who is, you know, with Jesus now uh, for teaching me how to shoot a gun when I was six. I want to thank my uh, my friend who taught me how to do my own oil change. I want to thank my uncle Bruce, who also is with Jesus now for teaching me how to uh, remodel the basement of my grandparents' house. I want to thank all of the men out there who taught me how to take care of myself. Lord Jesus, help us. Well, Good well, God. well put, but again, toxic masculinity oh. they don't need those skills and uh. it serves multiple purposes it prevents the next generation of learning how to handle weapons it prevents the, prevents the next generation from being to forage for their own food if they had to from being right? self-governing self-sufficient 
And, and it's another lesson that men are not supposed to be responsible, right? Going back to the prior mm-hmm. segment, men are not supposed to be responsible because men, being a man is a bad thing. Yep. You know, that's why the men are all, you know, not all, but a lot are changing over into women. Yeah. Because I guess it's better to be a woman now. Uh, Turning the frogs just, gay. But, you know, but, the, but this where is, is the outrage? To, this is, there's only so many times Alex Jones can be right. Okay. You can dislike <laughs> him and he has gotten a lot of stuff wrong and he's apologized for it. But it is now proven that those chemicals he's, he's are got some literally. Right. affecting the testosterone in men it is literally feminizing wait wait, men. wait wait back up back up what's infecting the testosterone in men so the chemicals that they put in water and in our food are they basically mimic estrogen and so it is now officially how do you proven- know wait, wait stop stop how do you know this uh, Don't tell study, me because Alex Jones said it. Nope. It's study after study. All of this stuff has come out and been proven now. Um, with what it does to frogs, is it basically because frogs can switch genders? It's the way that um, amphibians, certain amphibians work. Um, it basically makes it so frogs can are are more likely to become the female version it's a whole thing but no in fact the chemicals that they're putting in our water are are interfering with i'm not buying this i I want production you 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 know i respect you you know i respect your information i want facts on that one. i will that bring to, that i will that, bring the studies back next week because again it is well, all been you don't proven. have to bring them back it's next week out. it's I, not just alex jones saying the, it. The, 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 this i want to know look it wouldn't surprise me because the other thing under sort of where's the outrage before we really get to the most thing outrageous thing that i can think of yeah but is what other people don't know is that next week starting next week it is illegal to manufacture or sell incandescent bulbs. Did you know that? What? Oh yeah. The Biden administration, again, sort of covertly and secretly. So now, by the way, it's not illegal to use them, but it's illegal to sell them and manufacture them. And there's a penalty of like $548 a bulb if you make it. Now you have to buy LED or fluorescent bulbs only because because we're the government and we know what's better for you. So therefore, we're saving energy and we're saving the environment. So this is more war. You know, this is climate change, of course. So, and again, folks, incandescent light bulb ban goes into effect next week. Oh my God. There it is, right? It it won't be illegal to own incandescent light bulbs, but it will be illegal for stores to sell them and for companies to manufacture them. So when did it not be my right? to make a decision as to what's best for me. The government's now going to tell me, we know what's, I mean, it's bad enough. And look, I live in New Hampshire, live free yeah. or die, which suits yeah. me really oh, well. Right there. Right. But Got my bracelet on. Right. Li- live free or die. And th- now the government's going to tell me that I can't buy the, this product or actually I can buy the product, but they can no longer sell it. Right. And they can't manufacture it. Oh, we're going to penalize you as the manufacturer if you make these things that we tell you not to make. Is well, this any different? Is this any different than COVID and the vaccine, or am I missing is, something? No, I mean, how is this different than a Bloomberg saying you can't buy a soda larger than a certain size? Right. Or you have to. I mean, it is the uh, everything. 
every time the government imposes a new regulation, a new decision, a new something or other, the American people should be deeply concerned. And I think they should, uh, you know, be following your mantra, follow the money, follow the money. Where did this get decided from? Who decided this? What is what are the consequences going to be? Who's actually going well, to forget be about affected? it? The question is, where do they get off doing this? I mean, I understand paternalistic law, right? You have to wear your seatbelt, right? But but the slippery slope now is now they're into everything. Remember, we did that that segment yeah. many shows ago where the OSHA, not OSHA, the environmental thing was the EPA charged the fishermen to monitor the, the, what they were fishing so they weren't depleting. Yeah. That was not a New Jersey lawsuit. Remember that? Yeah. So the government now, and here's the thing, right? We, I talked about it in the monologue. Our responsibility as citizens is to be involved and to be informed, right? There are other responsibilities that go along with that. But the government is counting on the fact that you, we're all looking the other way. Yes. And so they're nibbling more and more at oh, the yeah. core of these they, things and telling we, you, you can't do this and you can't we, do that. And when did someone take my choice away? We've, we, we have long since obfuscated our own duties and responsibilities. The American people for, have become so soft, right? When we talk about uh, weak men making hard times, we right. as Americans have become so soft that we just are willing to be tyrannized. We're just, you know what? Well, oh, the science knows better. Oh, we got to trust the experts. Oh, we got to trust the science. I'm not going to use my brain. I'm not going to think for myself. I'm not going to critically think. I'm not going to remember how viruses and vaccines have worked uh, for a millennia. I'm just going to go with whatever the guy, I'm just going to do what you tell me to, dude. So Dude. I, I love I love when you give me my natural segue. Thank you for that. You didn't even know where we're going next. This is <laughs> folks, this is how much we have this kinetic connection because she knew where I was going. So the latest outrage, come on, love you too. Latest outrage. <laughs> so Reedley, California. I want you to look up Reedley, California. Okay. In Reedley, California, and this just happened, breaking news. They found a factory owned by China that was making viruses in the U.S. covertly. What? Oh, I'm telling you, hey, you can't make this thing. Are so you? The headline oh to the article God. is Unassuming Warehouse in Reedley, California, turns out to be a legal oh. Chinese run virus laboratory that was genetically engineering mice, experimenting with HIV, herpes, and malaria. <gasps> right? So, and you've got our government asleep at the wheel. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't believe me. Lord look it up us. on your, look it up yourself. And it says the nondescript warehouse was located on I Street in Reedley, California. And they're still looking into it, but it had coronavirus, it had HIV <gasps> in there, hepatitis, herpes, all these oh hundreds of vials of viruses, you know, a bunch of dead mice around as well. And my question is, here I have my government tell me I can't buy light certain kind of light bulbs, but that's their job. Find yeah. these guys. They happen to find they the factory had some hose sticking out, and some inspector said, "Oh, that's a violation," and then they inspected it, and lo and behold, they found this. So we go from 
the covert Chinese police stations that exist in the United States. Yep. To their now covert of our higher education. They're where's working the, where's for my government? our senators, Diane Feinstein and uh, Swalwell spies. You've got spies in our higher education. You they're they're well, but, but forget the about all of that. CCP I agree with that. Where's my government? All this land next to our uh you know military installations oh they just what did another the one by the way wait they just did another one they they there's an airfield wait a minute come on let's see i don't even know where this is but they just bought up three hundred thousand acres from a buyer around around an air force base in california that they have no idea who the buyer is and they're trying to find out who the buyer is and and no one know. I mean, how do you buy something? Wow. And I think it was like a hundred million dollars. How do you buy wow. something and not know who the buyer is? And, you can't and it's, tell and who the, the owner is. And and it's some dummy corporation that's funneling money somewhere. And so you know, again, the government's telling me I have to get a vaccine. They can go kiss my whatever. I mean, and by the <laughs> way, folks, you you want to get a vaccine? Get a vaccine. Go for but, it. Don't force me to get a vaccine if I don't want That's to. I mean, right. y'all are the ones that see like I like that y'all. So it's my inner Texas. Y'all are the I ones like that are telling me it's my body, my choice. Well, yep. if it's your body, your choice, and we can have that argument about you know about abortion later on, um, because it's not your body; it's another body that's in you. But that's a different issue, right? But my body, my choice. But I got to take a vaccine, right? Yes. You're going to tell me what to do, and I can't buy yeah. for the for the good. And by the way, here's the key words. For the safety of all, uh, that's the slippery slope. Uh, for the safety uh, uh, of all, wear a mask. For the safety of all, get a, a vaccine. For it's safety a of lie. all, don't teach hunting or archery skills to our youth because it's violent. For the safety of all, don't eat meat for the environment. And the only Ooh. safety of all, we're getting the high sign from Lord Benjamin, the only safety of all that I really care about is keep me safe from China and keep me safe from external enemies and leave me alone One job. to make my own choices in my own life if it doesn't affect any, uh, other people. That's what America yeah. was founded on. So we go back right. to rights and responsibilities. Our responsibility yep. is to be informed. Our responsibility yep. is to be involved. It is a travesty. That the 2020 election, which was the highest turnout in federal elections in in the 21st in the 21st century or the 20th century, 66.8 percent of the people voted. You want to tell me what the other 33 percent were doing? Doing what they were told, sitting on their butt, smoking dope. Ah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, so yes, this was today was Robert's rants. I appreciate uh, that you humored me for the all three segments i'm with you i am with you robert i you know this is uh we need to restore american exceptionalism and it starts from the top so i look forward to uh a, a presidential election next year where the administrative state where the executive actually drains the swamp and destroys the administrative state i'm looking forward to it um don't hold your breath my advice would be buy buy guns and gold ladies and gentlemen <laughs> you've been listening to of the people with robert chernin with guns and gold um thanks for staying with us me erica we're at we gave you the address
I'm at, at RB Chernin. She's at Generally Herbal if you want to Twitter us. But you get us on your podcast. We're on every podcast, whether it's Google or Apple or iTunes or like, Amazon share, or iHeart. Share, download, subscribe, download us. And, and give us five stars. And if you can't give us five stars, I want to know why. We can take it. I promise. We'll see you next week, folks. Thank you.